Last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast, Peter Winslow is a tiefling dwarf. If Bark wins, you fly us to where we need to go. Yeah. If uh, you out win, out into the spell scar desert, you said. Yes. Yes. So Kairos got a 16 total. Well, that beats my 14 total. After you spend an hour recruiting for passengers, Vark you... puts on a necktie. Which Ooh, goes full salesman fancy. Yeah. Natural 20 will do that to you. Can you present them like they're someone we would date? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We've gathered our travelers and we are ready to depart. So there is a halfling gentleman standing behind the bar and he introduces himself and he says, Hello there, my name is Lucky Lanks. This is Dezen Drakes. He's our bosun and also the co-pilot. These two like greasy, just dirty-looking goblin engineers pop out, and uh, Lucky introduces them. This is Nobi and Gebin. They are our in-flight mechanics. And the <laughs> second kiss lifts off into the sky above so Alkenstar and have now leveled up. Yeah! To level five. Can you believe that? Level five. Thanks, Thanks. Scott. Scott. And now it's time for a new episode of the Dice Thunder Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dice of Thunder Podcast, now in flaming jalapeno flavor. Hey. Ooh. Finally. Lick them fingers. Finally. Six I hours later. I will never understand the obsession with food that makes you sweat. You know, like hot Cheetos? Mm. No. Flaming You're not a hot Cheeto girl. I'm not a hot Cheeto. What girl. about the meat sweats? You've never been to like <laughs> a, a Brazilian restaurant. Thing. You got the meat sweats. The meat sweats are different. That's, That's my when jam. You overdid the meat. Let's go. Meat sweats are always welcome. <laughs> it's the it's the, like the pad Thai on lava mode. Like I don't get it's it. It's the flavor. That's lava what it is. Mode. It's like what is the flavor? There's a flavor associated. Pain? No 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 no. Pain's not a flavor. Have right? you? Okay, here you go. <laughs> Eat something with no sauce. Why would you do that? Be, why wouldn't you do that? Because well, you want it to taste better, so you put sauce on it. I don't know. And the spicy some meat sauce, sauce has a taste. Listen, I just had a cherry tomato that didn't have sauce, and it was delicious. Well, I'm saying it, you don't it have was everything sauce. with sauce, unless it's Frank's. Whoa. Frank is not. And then making a grimacing face. <laughs> wow. not a sponsor of this show. You don't even. Yet. No sweet baby rays? Come <laughs> you on. Can say sweet Frank's. baby rays is the jam. You yeah, can send me your bro. sauce, and I'll put it on everything. Do they make jam? They should make jam. There you go. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby jam. Now in jam. Sweet baby jam. <laughs> well, this is a ridiculous podcast. Sweet baby we have jam. so much to talk about. We do. Here on the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey, Duval, do you know what uh, Greg and Jordan and I did last week? Were you on a radio show? We were. We were on a YouTube radio show. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey. Sandbox and Chill. Sandbox yeah. and Chill. Yeah. Yes. Our, our new out. best friend, James, who goes by at yeah. Gravity Fail on Twitter, at Gravity Fail. Hey, at Gravity Fail. Give him, give him a follow. Go yes. go out there, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He's interviewing all sorts of indie creators across the tabletop RPG space out there, and I had a blast. We had like it, it was, was like two and yeah. a half freaking hours. Yeah. We went forever. We um, went way over time. But <laughs> yeah. we Sorry, a that's good a lot time. of editing to do. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was really a joy though to to talk to somebody who's supporting creators like us yeah, out there in the right. space, that's and awesome. he's made this like awesome network of I don't know. I love that. It. Was really cool the networking piece of it, like mm-hmm. not just. It's because you get to know other people who are doing stuff in the same world. Yeah. And he he was just so gracious the whole time, too. And also a great interviewer. 
Yeah. Like if anyone, oh, yeah. It, oh, wow. yeah, if anybody gets uh, the opportunity to do it, that is high praise coming mm-hmm. from this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's done interviews and for he, a living. And will tell people, man, that dude's trash at interviewing. Right? I absolutely yeah. would tell <laughs> you if they were trash. Not the case for our, our good no, buddy, James. He was great. Good he job, was James. fantastic. So if you're uh gravity fail, 87, gravity fail, 87. Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. At Luton and Kal-El. Followed. <laughs> Follow. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, Sandbox yeah. and Chill. We have a, a new Thunder Buddy, too. We do? Yeah. My uh, wife introduced the podcast to her coworker oh. who works in Oregon. Oh, awesome. Shout out, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey Tim. Tim. Welcome to the Shumfollow. Yes. Let's go ahead. You are now a Thunder Buddy. Shumfollow. 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 <laughs> Some shumfollow party noises. <laughs> I liked it. You know what else is different? I don't know if you notice yet, Thunder Buddies, but we sound a little different, don't we? What? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we sound, sound good. Turn it up. Turn we it up. Crisp, crisp, to, uh, crisp it's, and it's warm. nice and deep mm. and mm. beefy. All of the mmm is there. Mm. It's like a bagger's jaws. Mm. It's just warm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you belong there. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to be in anyone's You feel at home. You don't want to belong in a badger's jowls. The badger's That's not jowls? what you said. What did I say? He said a beggar's drawers. That's I meant what I a heard. badger's Oh, I heard a bagger. I heard bagger, so I, I thought you were like a grocery jowls. store. Oh, like bagger. a grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Like are those, is that still a thing? Badgers? badgers? A bagger. Yeah. Badgers yeah. are definitely a well, thing. Badgers are a thing. When was the last time you went shopping? I ain't talking about no badger. I'm talking about a bagger. Can you tell me about the time you were in a badger's jowls and it went yeah. well? That's Ooh. what I want to know. 72. Oh, <laughs> back in 72. Just got back from the I rom. remember it like it was yesterday. It's a cold night. Needed a place to stay. Found me a badger. Jumped in them jowls. <laughs> Uh, you're on the wrong podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like crying. Okay. The most well. interesting man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you're a walking Dos Equis commercial. It's fantastic. He's like That's an old praise. He's an Old Spice commercial. <laughs> yeah. Old Spice, the only commercial product that I ever switched to because of their commercials. Really? Yeah. But I'm about to start buying three-dimensional dungeon terrain because there's some huh? Dwarven Forge. There's this company out what? there. You put that under your arms? What, they, are you, what are you talking They just made the most amazing ad I've ever seen. I, I don't, for deodorant? No, for three-dimensional dungeon terrain. He lost us. Bro, I, just, I think I saw the same ad. <laughs> you saw that ad? I think I did. Tell us. It was the, with the dwarf that's like shirtless, muscular dwarf. He's like forging oh, no, an, an axe. In an, Go on. An, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Intrigue. Coolest ad I've ever seen. We have no purpose to use three-dimensional no. dungeon terrain whatsoever. We use a VTT, but I want to get some. <laughs> Just for an audio podcast. For decor. Yeah. It's fine. Because their ad was awesome. So maybe someday when we're selling minis of the Shumfalla 5, we can put them yes. in some dwarven forged terrain. We need minis. We'll do a photo shoot. If you want merch from us, tell anyway, us. Anyway. Uh, write us. Write us. Right us under. Send us a raven. Tell send us. Send us your shirt size. Oh gosh! You want to know online? Your head circumference. What do you want to see? Your head and twenty five dollars. Merch store coming soon. It is yeah. coming soon. If not I, out by now. I have been working on it. Um, it seems a little. I don't know. Merchy. I got to get over me. Yeah, you. It's, it's a you problem. Okay. I want Thunder Buddies to have their Thunderwear if that's what they want. They like want it. I'm they the, want it. I was in two days ago, and these Thunder Buddies were like, "Where's our Thunderwear?" There was, was a group like, of them following. <laughs> it was like around. eight of them. That makes and I was sense. Like, Cut it out, guys. 
<laughs> guys, seriously, you're embarrassing yourself. Totally guys, don't. come don't. on, guys. Not right now. Not at the mall. Come on. No, okay, keep going. I'm here, okay. I'm here with my family. <laughs> Give me space. I'm here with my family, not today. Right. Show up to one of my authorized um, book signing. Book, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, well, uh, let's get on subject. We've got the amazing game of Pathfinder here in front of us. And wouldn't you know it, these nerds hit level five. Yeah, we did. So uh, we're going to go around the room, Thunder Buddies. We're going to tell you what's changed with every character. But I'm going to start with a few of the global changes that happened kind of to the game. Because it also happens to all the monsters. Yeah. Right? They all get a little bit stronger. Overall, level five global changes. Every player character gets four. That's right. Four ability score boosts. Yeah. This isn't first edition where you get one ability score boost at level four. You get four boosts at level five. And... They all bump your score by plus two. Whoa. Right. Instead, unless you're 18, then it's only plus right. one. But for the most part, so the skill or the ability that you are maybe a little bit mediocre in can get immediately a lot better. I know. But for, for real, though. Luton's not mediocre in anything. For real, though, it's a great way to balance everything out when you get to your, for those min-maxers like myself. If you're already at your starting character's maximum stat ability or uh what am i trying to say here the most you could put into a stat yeah, specific yeah yeah and then you have to add two in order to get a plus right. one to it so it won't happen until level 10 right so darn iru won't have that spicy 20 decks until level 10 exactly mm. so that's a big deal another yeah. big deal level three spell casting yeah Ooh, boy i'm excited, I'm excited for there this are one. some spicy spells out there at level Ooh, three you're not gonna believe it but they're out there um, another big benefit is level five class features. So every single class, and we have eight of them at the table, yep. all gain a class feature of some kind at level five. That is not a feat, not a spell. It is something unique to that class's ability. So mm -hmm. that's something you get one of those like at every other level, but the level five ones tend to be a little meatier. Yeah. Or multiple. Right. Yeah. Skill expertise. It's the first time that you get to invest in one of your favorite skills and become an expert. Expert in a skill opens up new feat options. It opens up new abilities within that skill. It gives it a plus two bonus on top of the normal progression. So it becomes even more potent and more useful. Unless you're a rogue. Because <laughs> you've already experienced this. <laughs> oh, right. Well, there are a couple of classes that get an expert at like level three or level yeah. four automatically based on like your background or whatever. But it's so helpful, though. This is the first one that you can assign in whatever you want. Right. And I, I think that's pretty cool. I love the TEML, the trained expert master legendary skill progression. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it, it also applies to armor class and weapon proficiency. It's, it's universal. It's a great way to provide that extra balance and then the last one is ancestry feats this is the first time that all of our characters are able to invest in who the body of their character is so you can become a little bit more catfolk a little bit more sprite a little bit more varg which is its own ancestry choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well no varg. it should be um, <laughs> it really should yeah a little bit more quill man <laughs> going on there so these these are big global changes that happen uh, I'm going to let everybody ha take a turn. We're not going to interrupt them because we're nice. We're so yeah. nice. We're the nicest <laughs> to each other. I might get overly excited though. Yeah. So we'll save our questions for your build until the end, but do, do who wants to go first? I think you should pick who goes first. Oh, then I'm picking Jordan. Hey, love it. 
I want to hear about Varg. So Varg, I took an ancestry feat. Crunch. <laughs> Crunch. Let me read this to you here. The description of Crunch. Varg's jaws can crush bone and bite through armor. Yummy. Varg's jaws unarmed attack deals 1d8 piercing damage instead of 1d6 and it gains the grapple trait, which I'm super excited for. So Varg can run up and bite someone and not let go. That's so on message. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Uh, some skill updates. I took expert in athletics because he never skips leg day. Hot holler. So I'm now at plus 13 <laughs> in athletics. I took uh, a skill point in deception. So I'm now at plus 13 where, oh, I, where I was at plus three. So now I, I can be deceitful. Oh, that's right. But the reason why he's able to do that is because of your ability score. Ability right? score. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, Which, very good, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, four ability score points. Yeah, uh, I distributed them as follows. I assigned a <laughs> assigned a point in uh, <laughs> intelligence. So, which, so I'm now at 18 intelligence, and I gained a new language. That's huge. And I took Ooh. Elven. Ooh, speaking wow. of Elven, Bart, which is not on message. Bart no. is a <laughs> multilinguist. He has he knows and speaks six languages. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. He's got layers. <laughs> like, like an onion. <laughs> they all, like they all cake. stink. Like a cake. Like a parfait. Knolls have layers like an onion. <laughs> uh, point went to strength, so I'm at 19 now. Boom. But took a point in charisma. I'm at 16 and a point in con. This, this is really exciting. So my con... Um, I am now at 85 hit points. Ooh. That's constitution, Gail. Yes. But, yeah. And that is before rage, because when I rage, I get an additional six. Yeah. So I'll be Dang. rocking 91 hit points when You're I rage. Almost tri- trippy digis. Dude. Abrams tank. Over yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Varg's, Varg's ready. What else? Ready and he's Anything hungry. Else? That's it. Oh, man. What a, what a great what a great upgrade. Who's next? Greg. Okay. It's me. It's Star Nairu. Uh, well, continuing on the ability score, I put one into strength because I fail every athletics role I've ever done in my <laughs> life. So I figure all these failures at climbing ropes and trying to get on top of roofs has made me stronger. Is it roof or roof? roofs? Roofs. Roof. That's my dogs. <laughs> for you, it's roof. roof. Uh, so I put one into strength, one into con, and then one into wisdom and one into charisma. That was mostly because my wisdom was... Uh, I was getting negative roll for rolls on all that stuff. Oh yeah, and so oh, it right. brings me to a zero. So now it was an to, eight. Now yeah. it's ten. Nice. So that hopefully will um, make me not completely worthless in some of those situations where I need to roll that, or I just won't roll them. Um, but my skill expertise I put in society. Um, so which is something that I thought about as I was looking through the different options. That Darnayru kind of is has traveled around a ton. He's been around all over the place, and so he's gotten to experience different cultures different communities and different societies and so i was like it may kind of make sense that he as he's in alkenstar for this long or spending this time um learning another society that it would kind of grow in that yeah so i took an expert in that and we do we do roll a lot of society you're checks. already expert in thievery as and well stealth, right? and thievery, stealth stealth yeah. and acrobatics oh man so rogues. i yeah ro- that's what i'm saying rogues get it get pretty good so i got these good bone uh, benefits and bonuses to all those roles there's only one skill you're not trained in right it's uh, like religion. Religion something. is my worst one. Yeah. And I'm still a plus zero. On that. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I could even, if I took a skill feat, I could just do that, but I don't want to be. Don't do that. I'm not going to do it. 
We're gonna other let, people have skills. Let Kairos roll all this, <laughs> all of those. Um, that's kind of the behind the scenes boring stuff. The uh, more fun stuff that I, I mean, I don't think that stuff's boring. I just said it. For I the, think it's great. For the sake of everyone yeah. listening, um, I took for my third level signature spell because you get the signature spell. He's half a psychic. Remember, I am half psychic, <laughs> not a full psychic. A slow. Oh, I hate you. So I know. And this, I, I just took it specifically because of all these battles. I was like, how can I actually debuff the people we're playing as okay, it? And Slow is taking away actions from his action economy. Yeah. That's nice. That's it's brutal. amazing. I almost took blind, but there's a better chance. Then you just roll and you roll really well. So I was like, let's just take away his actions. Mm-hmm. That seems better. So I took Slow. I'm excited to use that. Um, my ancestry feat, I took uh, Lucky break so lucky break what i can do is whenever i um, fail a reflex saving throw i can use cat's luck to re-roll that what yes and i can do it once a day and it, and i just get to re-roll that save that's Ooh. awesome so what uh this new ability does is now anytime i fail also a um, athletics or acrobatic back, excuse me, acrobatics check. I can reroll those as well. And if you know my character, when he does his tumble behind, that is an acrobatics right. roll against their reflex. Man. So that'll be helpful to make sure I guarantee a hit if it's a, a sticky situation and also helps with athletics. If I completely fail <laughs> that <laughs> roll, which I am expecting to happen. Um, and then I also took a uh, wary disarmament and this is uh, helpful for disarming traps. Oh, so cool. if I, if the, if you trigger a device or set off a trap while disarming it, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus to your AC saving throw against the device or trap. Um, it, and it doesn't, if it's like a multiple attack trap, it doesn't go against all of them. It's just the first initial right. like explosion. So it's like a or repeating first crossbow or something. Yeah. It would be the first arrow that I get that bonus to. I just thought that was helpful to take for getting out of trap situations sure. when, we're, when we're picking those. I mean, it, a trap fires action economy the same as everybody else. So it only gets a certain number of shots per turn if it's one of those repeating guys and if you're reducing that by half right <laughs> right be so helpful deal. yeah um other than that my health went up a little bit i got my acs at 23 23 i shouldn't have said i that, can but, see um, it <laughs> but you don't always look <laughs> and oh i forgot to say the reason i picked a, a point into wisdom which now brings me to a zero it my perception's at a plus nine finally and oh, i will yay. say it's plus nine whoop, whoop. i'm raising the roof Holler. i'm sure i'm following right now <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Okay, I guess next up is Duval. Oh my gosh, you called me. I did. <laughs> Such a surprise. You know? That's awesome. You know, my for Kairos, what I wanted to do was focus on making sure he is supportive and healy. Ooh. Right? So um, I uh, Kairos is now an expert in diplomacy and in medicine. Nice. Right? Like, okay. awesome. That being the focus. Um for ancestry, my uh, ancestry feat, I took uh, imperial blessing, um, which is sounds regal. It it totes regal. You call forth a benediction upon your ally, so prepare to be benedicted. Oh. <laughs> uh, whether you whether you pray to a deity of the celestial realms or just find the power within yourself, you can cast bless once per day as a first level divine innate spell so big benediction energy <laughs> all about the, ben, the the benedictions so uh got, got that done i have summon elemental whoa yeah. and i guess i don't get to choose the elemental the game just like here's your elemental is that is that right um no you can pick the elemental oh because it says uh, i have Usually a fire method as the ele- the elemental but 
I'll, I'll pick it later, but because uh, a fire method sounds pretty dope. So you can like, pick a dope. at your level. You can pick a method of all four of the base elements: air, fire, earth, and water. water. Wind, fire. What about heart? I had to think about that, but the fire I method am. sounds awesome, and a fire method you should look that up. It's, they they're gnarly, so um, that'll be fun. Um, moving into my spells, I picked up uh, dispel magic. You know, because we want to stop that madness. I gotta come at you guys with some. You don't have to do anything. Serious business to you get have to do through. anything. This is great. Die with all the NPCs. So, um, neutralize poison. Got that? Yes. Well. Ooh. Remove disease because I mash out this bee. Um, <laughs> searing light, which um, with the help of our GM, I, I chose this one. This one's pretty cool, and it's actually one of my. Um, uh, what do you call them? Focus like the. Signature spells. It's it's yeah. He's he invested it as a signature spell, yeah. which means he can enhance it at higher levels for yeah. without using up a higher level spell slot to hey. take it. I'm all about that yeah. Yeah. signature spell. That's a that's a uh, spontaneous spellcaster ability. Get spontaneous. Yeah. You shoot a blazing ray of light tinged with holy energy. Oh. Make a range spell uh, attack. Uh, the ray deals five d six fire damage if the target is a, uh, a fiend or undead. Uh, you yeah. deal an extra five d six good damage. Time, time out, time out. Yeah. So if it's a fiend, you do ten d six or undead or, or undead. undead. Yeah. Ten. Ten d six. Let's go. Look at the heightened. Read the heightened too. Oh, the height. Uh, heightened. The fire damage increases by two d six, and the good damage against fiends and undead increases by two. So twelve. Twelve d six. Yeah. No, it'll be fourteen. Fourteen. It's like fourteen. It's like going to Costco, but you only need one roll of toilet paper. Yeah. But it's COVID, so you get a whole bunch of toilet paper. Why you got to bring that up again? Trauma. It's fascinating. And let's see. Keep going. My special ability: widen spell. That's exactly what it sounds. Nice. Oh, he has the the ability to widen any spell, any spell for an extra action, just like that wand. But he can That's do so it. So great. He can do it as much as he wants. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So again, supportive and healy. Yeah. That's uh, widen heal. That's great. Yeah. That's me. Man, that's a solid level, brother. Ray, ray. I dig it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Well, if you guys thought that was good, you know, Searing Light is also eligible for Spell Strike. Yes. Yeah. So that's right. Holy Arrow. Oh, yeah. Holy Arrow widen. Holy Arrow widen. Oh, holy Arrow. You <laughs> can't widen that one. Why not? <laughs> because it's a targeted ability. You're just making up. If it's on a line or a burst or a cone, you can widen it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened for Luton. She didn't get no. any abilities. What? <laughs> I'm the same. All right, go ahead, Brittany. Okay, so tell the, us how you're going to kill. All I'm going to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> tell you us don't how like you're this. Gonna I don't. This is fun for me. It's not fun for you. Anyway, um, okay, so I took uh, plus two in dexterity, plus two in wisdom, plus two in constitution, and one in charisma. Yeah. So I Dang. am up. So Luton is up to 51 hit points. That's right. Hey. Cal nice. L is that now 44 down. hit points. Yeah. And uh, I'm now an expert in animal lore, which I haven't, nature. I haven't looked at that yet. So I don't know what that means. But um, <laughs> spells. My healing spell uh, is now up to level three, which is... If this is correct, this says 3d8 plus 24. That's correct. Whoa. Yes. What? So, Squeeze when you, me. When you, do the, when you do the two action casting, 
to target an individual, it heals 3d8 plus 24. That so is that's a lot. That's a wow. lot. That's exciting. And then uh, as that's far... good healing! <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as the dinos go, dinos. now I like to summon the dinos. Oh, here we um, go. So now I can summon a Dionychus. Yes. What? Which is the dinosaur they use in Jurassic Park as the raptor. I also have lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> Don't sit on that one. And <laughs> wait, just you're just gonna say you lightning just, bolt. Move on. Just lightning bolt. Lightning, lightning bolt. You're now Thor <laughs> now. <bolt>. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're so, Thor. Yeah. That deals four d twelve electricity damage. Four d twelve. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, 120 foot line. Line. Gosh. Uh, All enemies. Everything. So anything in the line. In a 120 foot line. Chain lightning. No, chain lightning can bounce. Doesn't need this a line. Just pierces this is a straight all. line. This is wow. Yeah, Zeus through pierces, a thunderbolt. Pierces through them all. Yeah. Chain lightning, I think, is literally next level, and it doesn't have to follow a line. She's just doing that much damage to everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. I like lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt uh, is literally like laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not done though. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this one. I've been waiting for this one. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball. The classic. Yeah. The classic. The right? OG. <laughs> Fireball's been being cast at tables like these for the last since the, fifty years. Yeah. For good reason. Dawn yeah. of time. Since yeah. the dawn of dice. <laughs> So my Ooh, range for fireball is 500 feet. Say that one more time for five. Five hundred. <laughs> can't believe you. Feet, Whoa. Uh, Twenty foot burst and sixty six fire damage. <laughs> oh my god. Twenty foot radius. Twenty burst. foot radius. That's a forty That's foot circle diameter. So fine. You just don't even have to walk onto the battlefield. You're like, I'm gonna stay at home and launch so fireballs. Right. Call it in. I hope yeah, you're I'm all ready. We call him a loot in there. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna show up on Zoom. She and is. Then... She's a warthog. That's perfect. She's just gonna come in with her Burt Reynolds and um, nuke everybody. Oh man. I hope you guys are all ready to take fireball damage. No, I'm running away. There's no, there's no way to cast fireball without also hitting your party because it hits all creatures. I'm just gonna send it in hot. Yeah, first. it's coming in hot. Take cover. Yeah. You know, she also has healing spells, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the fireball. Yeah. Deal yeah. with it. And then I'll get heal you later. Is that That's the last nice. spell that you learned as no, a source? No, there's one more. Yes. Uh, elemental Annihilation Wave. This sounds good. Whoa. <laughs> this sounds good. This is sounds it. detrimental. It's a 30-foot cone, 1d6 fire damage, plus 3d6 B. Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, it's a wave. Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> You draw elemental power from your surroundings and combining it with your own energy, unleash a wave of utter destruction and swirling colors that deals 1d6 fire damage, 3d6 bludgeoning. Dang. So that's fun. I like. And the last thing is my ancestry feat. Wait, wait, hold on. One more thing about annihilation, (laughs) elemental annihilation wave that you all need to know. She doesn't have to cancel it at the end of her turn. She can keep casting the same. She can concentrate? Yeah, use of that spell. And the cone extends to 60 feet. Okay. And then it pushes everything backwards that it damages. (laughs) That's awesome. So it's literally like you can clear an entire space, knock them away, and then fireball. I don't know. There's so many things sorcerers can do. It makes me sick. This is bananas. 
I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, that's fine. What I didn't even got? know it could do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So the last thing is the ancestry feat, oh. uh, which is a steam spell. Oh, steam spell, the meta magic feat. Nice. You transform your fire spells into steam, making them effective underwater. That's right. That's what that does. As in underwater yeah. fireballs. Underwater fireballs. Luton is just lethal everywhere. Yeah. Under Underwater scorching ray. Yeah. yeah. Lethal Luton. Normally. Lethal Luton. If you're in the water or underwater and you try to cast a fire, something with the fire trait, it imme- it doesn't work. Steam. It immediately fizzles. No, it doesn't. You have to have steam. You have to have the steam metamagic feat, which she is an undine has access to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I cast that, it's scalding steam uh underwater creatures do not gain the normal fire resistance for being underwater against the spell wow that's awesome boiling them literally and i think that's it is that it are you sure that's just a few things oh my gosh you guys well all my monsters can do all that crap now too so (laughs) 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 pretty awesome well i'm happy for you guys Level five. Sure Duval, Level five? Duval just passed around some goodies. Yeah. That we got from Bigfoot stickers. Yeah, some Bigfoot stickers. Yes. Those are from Brian Lutke. From Brian Lutke. Yeah. What? Yeah. Thank you. No, he didn't give you anything. Those <laughs> are for Thanks. Scott are for me. and Brittany. Thanks, <laughs> Brian. Nothing. Just kidding. Our local Bigfoot believers. Love Bigfoot. Love you. Love you too, Brian. <laughs> are you Bigfoot Brian? answering that question? <laughs> Did, did we solve it? Listen, if you saw, if it was dark and you saw Jordan walking through the forest, facts, you'd be a believer too. <laughs> you would be a believer. I love you, Brian. Even if you didn't give me a sticker. Oh, they're putting them on things right now. I'm gonna put it right next to my Squatch Fest sticker. Oh, on wait, my I have two. Do you want one of mine? No, you get two because you actually believe believer. in Bigfoot. Aww. I just like Brian Ludke. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. All right, well, let's play some free game Pathfinder. Yeah. Let's use all these abilities, right? Roll for initiative. No. <laughs> I'm let's ready. Let's do that. Yeah. We're on board an airship, folks. The second kiss flying high over the skies of Alkenstar. On a jet plane. Leaving. On a jet plane. On a dirigible. 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 That hurts my face when you do that. (laughs) It's a quick reminder. The uh, crew of the second kiss consists of Captain Fira Winslow, Mm. the uh, first mate, Dezen Drakes. Yeah. He was a male half-elf. Fira Winslow is a female tiefling dwarf. Because if you're playing Pathfinder, tiefling is a template that you can apply to any ancestry. Your tieflings are not restricted. That's Pathfinder. For all of your unrestricted tiefling needs. <laughs> that sounds like a cold open. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Just... We have uh, Lucky Lanks, the ship's uh, porter. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, you know, fancy sky waiter. Porter. We also have uh, Nolby and Gebbin, who were the two um, goblin engineers that I can't remember their voices. So you're just going to have to deal with whatever it is I come up with today. <laughs> Oi, yeah. get out of the engine room. You get out of the engine room. No, I wasn't talking to you. No, you was talking to me because I'm in the engine room. But you're in here. Get, get back to work. Get out of the engine room. Something like I that. I think that's how they sound. Who, who is Nolby and who is Gavin? Yes. <laughs> I'm Nolby. I'm Nolby. Hey, 
No, you Go were Gavin <laughs> last week. <laughs> we're here all week, folks. <laughs> the Adventures of Nob Dice of Thunder yes. presents The Adventures of Nobi and Gavin. Yep, I watched that. Uh, totally, yeah. <laughs> you had the option of picking through several people who were looking for travel either to Cloud Reaver Keep or further out into the Spellscar Desert. And did we make good choices? You chose Brem and Finn Gallen, a married couple who are looking for travel to Cloud Reaver Keep. Mm -hmm. You chose Tan Kira, who was a uh, female Samsarin artist looking to spend the entirety of the voyage drawing landscapes of the rarely seen views of the Manoists. Mm -hmm. You chose Usuvu, a female gnome tomb raider who mentioned that she is friends with Olaman Kosawana. And that was intriguing enough that you decided to bring her along. And the last people that you chose were Hiram Bridges and Asteri Wystone. Wystone. W-Y-S-T-E-O-N-E. -E. <laughs> you just <laughs> wore a little Gomax slip there. Uh, that's Wystone. W-Y-S-T-O-N-E. Uh, Oi! Get out of the edge of the room. Uh, I'm not into engine room. I'm into bag of holding. <laughs> Are you Gabin? <laughs> Are you Nobby? <laughs> Three goblins on an airship. Now what could go wrong? Sounds like a good time to me. What is could go wrong? Gomax not in the bag of holding. He's yes, just he a is. gimmick. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about Gomax like that. <laughs> Gomax not a gimmick. So those those were the uh, four. Even though it's six total four travelers that you uh, picked up mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to take with you. What was Kira's oh, first name oh, again? Sorry. Tan Kira. Tan. I also forgot to mention that uh, Usuvu does want to go all the way with you guys, you know, also trying to find Kosawana, it would seem. There might be more to her than meets the eye. And then the two, the last two were uh, merchants who, let me double check. Yeah, they're just trying to go to Cloud Reaver Keep. There you go. That's the crew. There we go. All right. That's the manifest. Let's talk to some people. You guys are currently in the, uh, as the second kiss lifts off into the sky, there's some awesome weather events that you guys get a chance to see. Mm -hmm. And once you reach your cruising altitude, the airship turns slightly to the east, and off, way off in the distance, you can see the tops of the, of the towers of Cloud River Keep. Fira Winslow comes on like the well, she's on like the microphone or whatever the, the intercom the PA system for the ship and she says it will be three days travel to Cloud River Keep please feel free to move about the cabin at your leisure do not interfere with crew operations we're crew trying operations. to make sure that none of you die so thank you Fair for uh, three days Three. Did I say three? You said three. I meant to say two. Two days. I'm, so, I'm sorry, two days. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry, <laughs> Look at that, we're days. making up time already. So as you turn east, uh, you notice a like peel of green fog, and I'm like lime green fog, immediately appears and starts to surround the airship. It smells like freshly cut grass. Hmm. Yummy. Delicious. To come aroma. Lasts for about six minutes, and then it goes away. As soon as it appeared, completely dissipates. That's sus. Okay. It's sus. Who's mm -hmm. cutting the grass in the sky? Yeah, what's that? So, do you want to ask someone about I it? I want to. Yeah. yeah. Who do you want to ask? We want to ask a lot the, of options. Lucky. The, yeah. Yeah, Lucky? the porter. Lucky Link's the oh, porter. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Hi, that's just a fog storm. They happen a lot. Just a fog storm? This is a normal occurrence in the sky? Well, I haven't seen lion green in a couple of weeks. It's usually some, like, yellow or purple, but guess we got a special treat today. Does it always smell like fresh cut grass? No, sometimes it smells like squashed plums or bananas. It kind of depends. Hmm. Welcome to the mana waste. (laughs) Where does the uh, smell come from? I'm assuming it comes from the fog. Where does the fog come from? Well, if you could figure that out, I know some folks in Nex and or Geb that'd probably like to hire you. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it's like uh, compost. Well, remember, the Mana Wastes is a land of magical fallout. And as he's saying this, you kind of get the impression that there's more going on than with the Mana Wastes. Right. Not not like the Mana Wastes. Yeah. 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 Then then maybe what your impression was. Because this is up high. Mm-hmm. Alcan stars down on the ground. They call it the Spell Scar Desert because it is like a desert. But up here, you got fog, you got rain, thunderstorms. But the moisture never leaves this vacuum created by the pressure differentials and wild weather patterns and other things like that. So the sky above the desert is a kaleidoscope of color and swirling patterns and random events. Mm, that's cool. That's part of being a magical fallout zone and as you glance behind you and down into the city of Alkenstar below you see all the like copper and bronze trimming on all of the buildings and you get the sense that there's almost a protective bubble uh, around the city created by this I mean if you're any kind of a of a frequency dork like I am a Faraday cage right that's some of the reason why Alkenstar is as popular and successful as it is, is that there is this pocket of resistance to the normal energies of the mana wastes. And you guys are out now. In it. Outside the protection. Did we bring our, our frequency bracelets? Did you guys remember? Because mm. <laughs> everyone got their... <laughs> you got your RF, RF bracelet? <laughs> yeah. Or one of those copper wristbands that's exactly. supposedly... Yeah. So it's just kind of a... That's cool. Something to think about as you're, as you're traveling, as your characters are traveling. You know, picture in their mind, or picture them in your mind, what they're going through as they see something that is in every possible way unnatural, but at the same time occurring naturally. There's it's chaos, un, uncontrolled, and in its rarest form, and you're up in the sky of it. Yeah, floating along in a rickety old metal balloon, being maintained by goblins. <laughs> Awesome. Reminds me of Tran- uh, Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania Four. Yeah, I Hotel Trans. Man, wow! Tell me you have kids without telling me you have kids. Four? I didn't know they had four. Yeah, dude, they got four. Watch I watched the first one. It was funny. How they pitched the great. third one? My They're gosh. great. Anyway, so this makes me want to remember off-air. those last two hundred million dollars we made. Let's make another. <laughs> this uh, really makes me off-air want to read more about the mana waste because I had no clue that it was like separated ground from sky. Like it's so different in the sky. Freaking me out, man. And when there's a mana storm, a lot of that comes down and right. and gets mixed in. So um, something to keep mm. in mind, if you guys experience a mana storm, there will be some effects that happen because mm. things. Because stuff. Because stuff and things. All right, let me turn to the next page about the mana storm here. Turn the pages. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Already. I'm just kidding. You guys want to you, – you have a time here. You've got, like I said, a couple of days where you can move about the airship and talk to people if you'd like and, and or each other. We should talk to, uh, what's her name, who knows, 
Kosawana. Usuvu? Usuvu. Yeah. Kairos is really interested in the merchants and wants to know, wants to get back into his, like, where's his dad? Wants to oh, ask those okay. folks some, some questions. Some traveling merchants? Yeah. They've been traveling. I want to know why the heck Lucky doesn't know what he's doing. Do you want to ask him? Yeah, I think I think what Darnay Rude would, I mean, spend some of his time doing is observing Lucky a little bit, and okay. then uh, he'd like to go up and ask uh, uh, Lucky. Uh, Lucky, it does. Well, before you ask, yes, because you said you wanted to observe. I'd like you to roll a perception check or a society check. Okay, so if I roll society, I have a twenty total. Twenty total. Yeah. Okay. What you notice about Lucky and the way that he moves, he's he's doing his job, but he's not experienced at it. So you get the impression that maybe this is maybe somebody who's new to the crew yeah just that's your observation that's kind of what i was going to ask is is i'd walk up to lucky and darn iru would say uh lucky it seems you uh look a little bit lost is this something a new job for you or is this a new ship oh <laughs> well is it that obvious yes this is only my second time flying out with this crew so i'm, I'm still getting used to where to put away all the right glasses and how to pour a, a proper drink while the while the ship's moving about and dancing up and down, and um, Dezen doesn't seem to like it very much because, well, he's Dezen, but uh, <laughs> but no one else seems to mind. Everybody has to start somewhere, right? <laughs> it seems like you're making your way just fine, but where were you before? I'll, I'll try to do a better job. I don't want it to seem like you're not in capable hands. So. I rolled a 20. I'm pretty perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before this, yes. I was a traveler you know, kind of like yourselves, maybe. I don't know. I adventured around and, and just looked for work wherever you could. Uh, Alkenstar is a, is a great place to find uh, any kind of work that you can imagine. So I, I did some labor for a while down in the docks. Uh, so I had to ride the, the screw up and down pretty regularly. Uh, you're familiar with the screw, right? Has an awesome sound set. And uh, <laughs> don't play it. He's already I'm searching for anything. it. What a no, monster. No, no. I messed with my notes. <laughs> sound, yeah. sound monster. It'll be a whole door oh, situation soon. again. <laughs> it's like a 45 <laughs> second. Uh, Someone say door? No. No, oh, no, no door. <laughs> door. 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 Oh, door. That's how he answers you. How how did you get this job, though? Who did you talk to? Did you Did someone seek you out, or did you seek it out? I was asking around at the final prospect for work and heard Fear's name. Interesting. Yeah. Just from... Lucky at the right at the right place at the right time. That's why they call me Lucky. Ah, <laughs> very cheeky of you, fellow. <laughs> can, I get, can I get you anything? There's no such thing as luck. Well, mm. that's definitely not my experience, friend. <laughs> I know I'm fine, thank you. Very I much. am a halfling, after all. He's, <laughs> he's like he's like mid thigh. I thought he was bark. a gnome. <laughs> no, he's a halfling. <laughs> he's halfling. It does seem weird because I'm like, why are you up here? And second day, I'm like, or second trip. Okay, cool, but. Can we talk about Bradley Cooper's halfling cameo in the Dungeons and Dragons movie? That was so great. <laughs> that was, that was so Cooper. great. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you haven't seen it? I have. Seen it. Oh, that was Bradley Cooper. It was Cooper. Bradley That's Cooper. That's right. Okay. We were uh, laughing our butts off before he even opened his mouth. It just seemed weird. The whole thing seems weird. Like, I don't like... Uh, you don't like new employees. <laughs> I don't like new employees. No, I don't like Dezen. Because Dezen, I think, yeah. is going to try to throw this bad boy over. Yeah. Dezen yeah. doesn't like Dezen. Anyway, someone else can inquire. D- D- Darnayru's pondering. Yeah. You know, I thought I took notes on our conversation with uh, Usuvu last week, but I don't have them. Because didn't we have a short conversation with her? Yeah, I'll, it was I'll basically she... Kairos trying to lie to her. <laughs> was that, is that what happened? <laughs> what are you looking for? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, oh, yeah. she knew about you guys offhandedly 
as part of this investigation of Kosawana. You have no idea how she got that information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know... Sus. It's, it, well, it's sus until you know what happened, right? Mm-hmm. But how she also ended up at the final prospect, and at the same time you guys were, nobody's asked these questions. Yeah, yeah. And I think that might have been what your notes were about. I thought, yeah, I thought I typed them. I Had can't you find taken them. them. <laughs> she definitely uh, is has had conversations with Kosawana and she let us know about that. She knew that he was in trouble. Everyone heard the explosion at his house, she said. Um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She s- claims to be his old friend. Right, right? friends with him. So is that true? What that's what, that's what she said. Right. She said, I'm friends with him. Right. Why are you looking for him? That's right. what she kept asking us. And then Kairos is like, we we got these questions. I want to ask her a few questions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm trying to get some information. Yeah. Let's go corner. Yeah, that's, I mean, she doesn't really give you much more than that. Okay. Go get her, Varg. You guys want to talk to Usavu? Yeah. We yes. definitely we, we definitely should. Yeah. Okay. Now, a- as a reminder, before you just jump right down her throat with your giant knoll body. <laughs> wow. Um, characters have... Find that highly offensive. Characters have different <laughs> attitude levels. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. So if somebody starts out neutral, they need to be bumped up to the, the next step from neutral is friendly and up from friendly is helpful. Yeah. Down from neutral is unfriendly. And then a step down from that is hostile. What was she drinking at the final prospect? She wasn't. Oh, we could fix that. <laughs> Let's, uh, can we have Lucky fix her a drink or something? And then we can, you oh, know, oh, like we deliver bring it to her and sure. start that yeah. way. Let me, I'll mix up something for you. We're going to T-paint her. And he, he, mixes <laughs> a, he mixes up a round of... Uh, I'm going to buy you a drink. With, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he mixes up a round, so five, of what he calls... Uh, the third kiss. Oh, oh special hey. cocktail. Hey. Okay. Family show. Told you he's a cheeky fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Try this. I like to call it the third kiss. See? It's a play on words because you're on the ship, the second kiss. Yep, yep. I don't like it. We got it. Oh, no. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we take the round of drinks to where she's at. Where is she at at this She's point? Uh, inside the dining cabin, okay. seated at one of the tables. Okay. Usufu, may we join you? Mm. I suppose, yes. Please, have a seat. I'm sure you have questions, and it seems like we're going to be together for a while. Yes, uh, we'd like to get to know you more. All right. So let's sit down. Uh, yeah, so we all sit down. Seamsies. Bluten, sit here. Bluten. Vark's assigning seats. I like it. Vark, where do you want me to sit? I want to sit where it's easier to chop at her. <laughs> it'll swing my axe. <laughs> Whiskers, you sit right here on my knee. So you, Perfect. You guys are somewhere in the in the dining car. All right. Okay. Or the dining level. Usavu. <laughs> Let's cheers to our travel together. I, I suppose. A toast. And you see, her, she takes a Huzzah. she takes a moment, holds the cup in her hand. I didn't say my toast yet. Oh, and then holds it up. She's <laughs> waiting. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but she does sort of awkwardly, like, ob- observe her cup. I'm here for the Varg toast. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The pressure's on. Yeah. Uh, here's to a safe journey through the mana wastes and to glory in to glory and victory or death, whichever may come. 
I will drink to that, and, I suppose. And how about two new friends as well? No, two, new friend. yeah, new friend. two new friends. Yeah, new friends. Two new friends. Yay. Fine. Yes, let's drink to all of that. <laughs> Did that help? Is Va- she... Varg, roll a diplomacy check. Okay. And okay. you guys can all aid, since you all toasted. Yeah, let's aid first. Aid this madness. 19. 26. That's an aid. 18 total? 16 total. Oh. Just one aid. So we got a total of 20. Well, she takes a long sip of her drink, and that's actually pretty good, and <laughs> and smiles at you. Uh, the, the, the halfling said it's the third smooch. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to order one of those. Mm. The third smooch. <laughs> Brittany, it's okay to laugh into the microphone. <laughs> I don't like my scream laughing. So uh, you know. We all love it. I'm, I'm yeah, turn that about. down. There's if blog Jordan, posts about how great it is. If Jordan can scream laugh, you can scream laugh. Exactly. <laughs> right, and he's, a, he's a giant. Yeah, and I hear Jordan scream laughing when he's at his house. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's that? Jordan's having a good time. So... so. <laughs> <laughs> Usuva, we uh, we're just wondering. Uh, tell us again how you know Kosawana. What what interactions have you had with him? Well, as of late, they've been rather sparse. Before the Blithir College incident, we would talk and uh, collaborate. You could say I was sort of a sounding board for some of his crazier ideas. You know that he once thought about making a teleportation machine out of clockwork it didn't seem like such a safe idea because what his theory was that he could disassemble something and then reassemble it somewhere else i believe i saw this in a movie once called space balls <laughs> right only he thought that it would be usable for organic matter if you had enough organic stock was what he said at the destination. I talked him out of it. It just didn't seem very responsible. That seems rather wise. But he said that the soul, moving the soul around, was probably the easiest part. <gasps> oh. Interesting. Sweep up? He did it! He's moving Guys, souls he around. It out. That's a big, 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 big clue. It's a what, t- did he, it's, what did he call this process? It's a medium clue. It's a raging clue. <laughs> Get a raging clue right near. Well, my question... Darnayru would say, did you have anything to do with influencing Kosawana's desire to destroy Pyronite? You did Hold mention on, this. let me finish. Okay. But finish what you're saying. You need saying. to say, so that, your say that exactly to me what you just said, but I'm literally trying to make up a word in my make brain for what he called that. Coonflaggle. <laughs> he called it coonflaggling. <laughs> <laughs> which was also, like I said, I talked him out of it. But after the Blithir College incident, he was... Disturbed. It was very dangerous, and well, I don't know. You've probably heard or you saw. He was friends with Vashon Gattleby, and for a long time, and approached him after the incident. I remember speaking to him shortly after because he left very upset. It seems like what Gattleby unlocked has much more of a significant. Well, I don't know. I I don't know how much I want to say, but uh, it's dangerous. I think you all know that. Yes, we have experienced it a little bit, and. It does seem that uh, Vashon has a different outlook on it than uh, uh, Vashon and Kosawana have different outlooks on how to approach this. But did you have any influence over his desire to destroy Pyronite? I think I've said too much. Uh, you know, we, we have a good relationship, Kosawana and I, and we work together on a lot of projects. Oh, we are very concerned for Kosawana and his safety. We we mean him no harm. And in fact, uh, uh, Lucky! Another round of smooches for the yeah, table. More smooches. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Coming right up. <laughs> and 
So a few moments later, Lucky brings back a tray with five more drinks on it. You pass them around. <laughs> oh, Usavu says, oh, okay, I mean, if you're buying. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had never agreed to that, but okay. Yeah, deduct 40 gold. Ah. <laughs> no. Those are really good drinks. <laughs> right. Charge an arm and a leg for a smooch around here. Are you making another? Is someone else making a toast, or are you making another toast? Uh, I think someone else should make a toast. <laughs> well, it does like a you know you know it requires a diplomacy check afterwards. Right. I don't want to encourage metagaming, but, but we're definitely encouraging metagaming. I'm Who's got that diplomacy, baby? I got the diplomacy. I have uh, speech it up plus twelve diplomacy. Ooh, anyone want to? Help out? I'll aid. For sure. I'll definitely yeah. aid. Well, let's get that cu- toast, Kairos. Yeah. So the toast is... Um, we are so delighted to be here with you, and thank you for sharing. I know this is hard. You're worried about your friend. But cheers to you again for being brave and kind and friendly. All right. Uh, huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> huzzah! Huzzah! Oh, gosh, you guys are... Oh, I'm going to get a little tipsy. 22 total. 22 total. Natty 20. Natty 20? Oh, yeah. That's a crit success. A 30. So She's going to fall aid, in love with you. Well, so crit success, it the DC's 20 to aid. He rolled a total of 30, but it's a natural 20, which increases the success rate by one. You get an aid of plus two instead of plus yeah. one. Yeah. 14 total. 14 total. Nothing over there. Okay. Sorry. No. I'm <laughs> kidding. Well That's going to be a 25 total. Plus three. Yeah. 28. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Excellent. She sips down the... the the last of this a glug, 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 glug. Like, you know I gotta be honest when I heard about you guys I was really worried because I heard that you were uh, horrifying murderers who just what? travel around the city and kill what? alchemists I would argue you were happy murderers it only happened once only, I, only when it mattered I, t- yes. I talked to someone by the name of Lord Glass oh. he was in the middle of the of the junkyard and he said you threw a box on top of an entire ecosystem you guys did what? That was the birth of the Shamfalo Five. <laughs> and then killed a a monster creature that I don't know what she was. But I believe it was self defense. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We protected a a, a group of helpless goblins. That's what we did. <laughs> well, your exploits are starting to gain some notoriety. Mm. And I heard through the grapevine that you were looking for Kosawana and at first I thought that you were just another bunch of jerks like that Ambrose Muglin character. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran into him not too long ago, and he had that deputy, Angelique Loveless, I think that's her name. They threw me in jail for three whole weeks. Whoa. And the, you know what the charge was? I crossed the street at, in the wrong angle. What? Well, it's technically jaywalking, sir. No, I was in a crosswalk, I swear. But at the last minute... I stepped off the curb and, and <laughs> I didn't know you were so litigious for it. <laughs> well, we know both Muglin and Loveless to be very, very dirty. They exploited me for a fine. I had to pay 200 gold pieces or I was looking at spending a year. Whoa. Criminal. Yes, they've that been after disgusting. us. disgusting. I spit on them. <laughs> I spit in their direction. Nothing <laughs> angers far more than injustice. <laughs> He's a just and noble creature. <laughs> uh, we we have been noble. noble. We have been on the run from them as well, and in fact, we uh, rescued our fellow traveler Varg here from prison. Yes, locked up in I a very for a very up similar just reason. Just for being a coro, because I'm big and scary and hairy. <laughs> scary. I think you're wonderful and probably a great cuddle. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Oh, was those smooches. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit not like myself. But anyway, um, what I wanted to tell you after finding out who you are, I think that we're moving towards the same end. And that's to stop Pyronite. You see, what Kosawana's whole goal for whatever he's working on has been to stop Pyronite. Now, obviously, it's been invented already. So how do you stop knowledge that exists? I, I, I didn't understand it. And he, he got really quiet after that and, and was locking himself in his workshop. And he's got that booby trap on the front door and I bumped into Janiah yesterday and that was when I found out maybe the Shumfalo 5 who were looking for him were not some gang and they were not working for Ambrose Muglin that they may actually be trying to help so here we are you know the ghost child oh my gosh <laughs> are you you're talking about Janiah the boy yes Real life who I've human? seen in multiple different locations and is not soul bound to I've, one I've object I've never seen him in multiple locations <laughs> didn't you see him on the opposite side of the street from the loft it would make sense. It'd be a trick of the eye. You know what would be weird is to think that some poor innocent boy was a ghost <laughs> just because you have a ghost touch weapon. You want to uh, cut a ghost in half. Well, I got him. <laughs> are, are if he ghost? was a threat, I would not hesitate. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, man. I wanted to know about Usuvu's uh, interaction with uh, Mugland. Oh, okay. What uh, You said you had an interaction with Mugland. What I had was an unfortunate circumstance. You see, when I was crossing the street, I crossed in front of him, and I didn't see him. And that's on me. He is, uh, he's he is rather short. Yes, he's, he's rather short. He's surrounded by goons most of the time. Well, he took offense to that because he thinks he's some big shot and immediately had the shield marshals round me up and extort me for cash. It was heartbreaking. I love the city of Alkenstar. He is definitely one of the worst parts about it, though. When you last talked to Kosawana, when when was that, and what did you guys discuss? It was shortly after the Blithir College incident, and we were discussing different plans on how to undo, unlearn this without hurting Vashon Gattleby. He's a friend, and really just an inventor, but sometimes unscrupulous, it would seem. He just invents things to discover them, and then and then what? Then there are consequences. And that was what Kosawana was so upset about. So, he said he was going to go to the Temple of Brig and do some research. So he recalled a piece of information from his past, and that was the last time I really talked to him. Brought him some food and some supplies, but he was always shut the door in my face, and was very much not acting like himself. So he did not to show you what he found in his research? No. Did he show... Did did you know? Did you find out? We have discovered a little something. Is maybe, that why we're on this airship? Maybe you will know a little bit more about this. Uh, he was looking in... It seems he was looking into something that happened a hundred years ago with Droxolos. Does that name ring a bell? I'm, I'm sorry, it doesn't. He's on his way to the Cradle of Quartz. Have you ever been to the Cradle of Quartz, Quartz before? Know anything about this? No, I've, I've never been out into the Spellscar Desert. I'm honestly a little bit frightened, but at the same time, it's very exciting. See, I, I tend to... Well, I like to explore the lost old places of Galarian. Some people call it tomb raiding. <laughs> it's definitely not grave robbing. It's right up my alley. <laughs> You'll get no judgment from me. Part of the whole reason I'm actually here. <laughs> so... You don't know what he was working, what his ideas for stopping Pyronite were? No, but this was where he went when he left. I'm assuming. How did you know to come here then? How did you know? I, Why are you on the ship? Following you. Uh, You're looking for him. I didn't have the clue. So I just figured you guys would know where to go. How did you know we would be at the final prospect? 
I've been I tracked you. I followed you from the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. That's where you hang out, right? Sounds a little creepy, but so we have a fan. Well, I had to make sure that you guys weren't some gang. Will you come and help us find Kosawada? I most certainly will. Will you lend yourself if we should encounter peril? (laughs) Peril? What did you have in mind? A lot of people are trying to harm us. Oh, hopefully not anybody on this airship. That is not out of the question. I'll do my best, but I'm I'm not much of a fighter. I'm more of a researcher. I see. Well, you should have come to the Temple of Brig with us when we were researching. Oh my Sorry, gosh. your combats are already <laughs> very unbalanced because of your dual class abilities. I will not be joining you for nothing. How do you respond to that? <laughs> have you researched uh, anything out of the ordinary from these passengers with us? I don't know any of these people. I barely know you guys, other than great taste in drinks. And a nice personality. Sparkling. I will do what I can to help, but I'm not much of a combatant. All right, well, if a fight should arise, just keep your head down. Have you noticed anything weird about the the crew or the other passengers on the ship? Not yet. It doesn't seem like the, the co-pilot gets along very well with Mr. Lucky there, but I like that guy. He seems nice. You like Lucky or the co-pilot? Lucky. Everybody likes Lucky. I agree. I don't trust Lucky. I love how I you guys trust just Lucky. trust everything Usavu says, and you haven't rolled a single... I was just about to <laughs> ask if we could... Do it. Uh, Come on, Luton, you're the only skeptical one. I believe everything everybody Luton says. Luton is contemplating everything uh, Usavu is saying, um, watching her facial micro-expressions, okay. and Lie to me style. just has yeah. a... Um, well, roll, a, roll a perception check, Luton. A little intuitive. Yeah, yeah, we can. Okay. You guys can aid this. It's we're using Darnayru, perception as a way to sense motive. So realistically speaking, Darnayru wouldn't aid this That's because fine. he has no clue. Then I hope you guys fail because of I drag. hope you get it right. Seventeen total. Okay, twenty-two total. That's Ooh. an aid. Twenty-six total. So twenty-seven with the aid. Let's go. You do not get the sense that Usavu is being dishonest. At okay. All. She was hesitant at first, um, but after a couple rounds uh, and and thoughtful toasts and good conversation, she realizes that you guys aren't a threat to Kosawana, that you're trying to help him, and she wants to help you. And okay. you get the impression that everything she has said is genuine. Okay, so Luton feels better about her attitude okay. and that she's telling the truth, and she says, Usavu, we were wondering if you could keep just an ear out uh, for the other passengers in the um, crew on the ship while we're journeying through here. Um, Is there someone you suspect? Are we safe? I hope so. But just please come let us know if there's anything that Wait, seems off to you. You've got me a little worried. I'm going to be honest. But I, of course, I will I will keep my, what do they say, ear to the ground. Yes. Mm. Head on a swivel. Yes. Tongue on a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. It's a weird quote. There's the episode name. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you That's go. it. <laughs> It just means eat turkey. It's delicious. <laughs> so. Want some Mwangi Expanse turkeys? Mm. <laughs> jungle turkeys? The ones with the four eyes? Yeah, yeah. Jungle turkeys. Jungle turkeys, man. <laughs> uh, so Luton would like to... She's very interested in the magic swirling all around. Yeah. Um, so she wants to go up on the observation deck and commune with nature okay. and see if she can discern anything. Okay. So you climb up onto the observation deck. Is Luton going 
what, what's you guys are in downtime, so it's a that's a doable thing. Anybody go with her? Is that where the artist is? Yeah. Currently, yes, you do see Tan Kira up there on the observation deck with a sketch pad. Yeah, Darnayru just would like to just make small talk with Tan okay. and see if she's seen anything out there. The other thing that you notice as you climb up the ladder, there are two ballista pointed to the left and the right of the ship, and they seem to have like a uh, like a hundred and thirty-five degree arc that they can shoot. So they can't shoot straight forward or straight backward, but they can get everything else from either side. So the second kiss is not without defenses. You see Tonkira and and Luton, as you go into a meditative state, the sound of the the Um. engines droning along puts you in a a bit of a trance. And you close your eyes and you begin to meditate and commune with nature and you feel the wind rushing through your wings, blowing your hair in the breeze. And as, as you're feeling all this, your senses start picking up a voice on the wind. A voice on the wind? Ustrasila. 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 And that's what you hear. And I see this happen, right? Okay. You don't hear it. You no, s- I don't hear it, but I see Oh, it you know what? Darnayru would pick up on a with his psychic connection something weird's going something, down he would catch some kind of feedback okay nice but none of you could hear this other than Luton Kalel's tail is all puffy yeah Kalel would be agitated because he's this same feeling that you get is the same it's very similar to when you were communing with that tree yes. that was planted on the bottleneck bridge oh right before the mana storm right yes. before the mana storm so you're getting that same connection is there a mana storm coming not that you can tell. Okay. Uh, Luton, are, are you okay? You seem to have gone away for us a moment there. I'm hearing something weird on the wind, and it's giving me a bad feeling. Mm. We should keep our eyes open. I don't like that there is unchecked magic swirling around here, and I'm a little concerned. I need both of you to roll a perception check. Oh, boy. It's my best uh, save. Just kidding. <laughs> Two. <laughs> a ten total. <laughs> ten to Which is a natty, natty one. one. Did you say thirty? Thirty. Oh, my Three goodness. Zero. Dang. Let's push, talk about the you, top and bottom of the... <laughs> you push Dart Iru down the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you, cover, here, you, cover, you cover my eyes. Yeah. You're like, I don't worry. I got you can this. see better like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> 30. Well, it was a DC 15. Oh, well. (laughs) So So I get double the information. Um, You spot out on the horizon a few dark silhouettes that seem to be flying along behind the second kiss. Behind. You you see wings flapping. What? There are creatures out there behind us. That's what you see. That's what I tell and they are gaining. And, and they're, they're gaining. Cu- and they're they're catching up. Can we see anything? How many do I see? You can see three distinct shapes. Okay. Are they large? They must be, because they're still pretty far away. You can see them. And you can see them. This is... Mm, I don't like this. They're uh, too far away to tell, like, what they but are. But they're winged. They are. You can winged. see wings flapping. Okay, so what I would say... Uh, so. Luton, stay here and keep an eye on them. I'm faster than you are. <laughs> I'm going to run down and grab the co-captain. I'm going to run straight to Dezen okay. and, and say, D- 
tell Dezen what Luton just saw. Luton and Kal El up on the observation deck with Tan Kira. You, yeah. The artist is looking off to the side, doesn't see these things. Okay. Stop painting. <laughs> Where's Varg? Varg's still downstairs with uh, Usavu. Because okay. I would love to yell at them on the way. Where's Kyra? I'm still downstairs as well. Uh, just going to go look for the, the merchants. Okay. And you're making your way down the ladder? Making my way downtown. Very good. Yeah. Do you say anything to Tan Kira? Uh, excuse me. I believe your name is Ton. Yes, my name is Ton. <laughs> Can you I this love is this. my real voice. <laughs> so sing song. I get asked it all the time, so I just answered. <laughs> uh, can you see anything out there? Um, I'm sorry. Out where? Out on the behind us. Do you see any? Just, just the horizon. It is quite lovely. I was going to draw that view next. She's blind. (laughs) It's great for an artist. I don't have anything else to say to her. All right. I don't think. She goes back to her sketch. Okay. For now. What do you do, do, Darnayra, as you're running? Are you sky is falling, sky is falling? No, it's just weird. Because, like, if something's something big enough to see is flying at us. Three of them. Three of them. I don't trust nothing. You couldn't really see it. It could be dolphins. Could be because we did see dolphins in the sky, yep. which is pretty cool. Sounds like a like a song from like a really cool '80s band, Dolphins in the Sky. Dolphins, dolphins in, the sky. in the Sky. So Darnayru couldn't sky. see no the creatures. No. Ton Ton couldn't see them either. You're the only one who saw them. Okay, you definitely saw them. Definitely got that 2020 vision. Swimming through the clouds of life. It's like the next never-ending story. This is the theme song for it. Dolphins in the sky. Dolphins in the sky. We <laughs> make that. <laughs> the dolphins Hollywood say would to me. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fun fact, there's only one dolphin noise in all of Hollywood. They use the same noise they put on those, like, oh, those, uh, yeah. <laughs> Drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm oh. dying. It's like the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah, it is. <sighs> For dolphins. He's gonna play it, folks. Here it comes. You know, <laughs> he's mad you. at you. The key to a good joke <laughs> is timing. There it there. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this game is so much fun. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. What did you ask me? Oh, I'm what not. I'm not running my hair on fire. I'm just going down there quickly because that's odd. All right, you pass the. Um, as you climb down the ladder, you go onto the um, service like, platform that's in the middle of the ship, and you do see both of the goblins there because um, you have to kind of pass them in order right. to get further down into the ship. I don't know if they're the one. Dezen's the one I want to talk to, the co-captain. You don't say anything to the goblins? No. Just making sure? Yep. Okay. I'm going to pass right by him. All right. I feel like I should have, but I passed right by him. Go to Dezen because I want to see how he acts in this situation, All too. All right, go to Dezen. Dezen. Luton is up on the observation deck and saw three largish creatures flying in our direction from behind us. Are you sure about that? She was quite <laughs> certain. <laughs> oh, I'm such a teenager. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old. I know I'm how this works. I'm having way too much fun. Is he 12 already? He's sure 12. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? So I tell him that. Uh, where did you see these? They are flying behind us, and they're, they're gaining air? Ground? Ground. Huh? Distance? Just, they're getting closer to us. Oh. They're, they're flying faster. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's safer. Who was the guy 
in um, remember the Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner? Yeah. Who yes. was the guy who played his like little brother that they? Did? Ooh, I don't remember. Remember who's who's that actor's name again? Christian no Slater. That's Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. Yeah. Hmm. I had a Christian Slater voice down because he sounds like young Jack Nicholson. That'll be Desen. He totally does. <laughs> You say they're gaining on us? <laughs> yes, they are gaining on us. Oh. Is let's it something go, we should be worried about? Let's go take a look. And so you go with him out onto the observation, or the, um, not the observation deck, the sky lounge. Sky lounge. Yeah. So he was up at the front cabin with Fira. Okay. And she, she says, go take a look. Dezen goes with you out, and he's got a spyglass. And he looks through the spyglass. Which is something we definitely could have bought in a store anywhere in Alkenstar. Just throwing mm. that out there. Oh. <laughs> this is why I wanted you. There's a feat that you that you can take that allows you to produce any mundane object from your backpack. Oh, really? Yeah, you need to look that one up. Oh like my a Mary gosh. Poppins bag? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. That's dope. It, it, it's a funny feat that would fit Greg perfectly. Because <laughs> you spend one minute rummaging through your bag and you produce the thing that you needed. Yeah. I need all kinds of crap like that. So he looks through the spyglass, and you see him scanning the horizon for a moment, and, and he stops, and he says, Oh, that's just great. Peritons. What is a periton? Do me a favor. Go alert the goblins. I've got to go talk to the captain. And he runs off and, like, sprints. So I should have said something. Okay, so then I run to the goblins. Yeah. Uh, what are their names again? Nolby, Gevin. Nolby and Gevin. Nolby, Gevin. Hey, what is oh, it? Desen just Wait a minute or something. Yeah. Well, this is more important. Well, spare out. Oh, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Desen said that they're, what are they called? Peritons. Sweet kitty. Peregines. Behind us. Peritons. Peritons. There's Pelotons Peritons. Peritons? Peritons. Peritons. Boys. And they fly? They're flying behind our ship oh, and they're getting dibs. closer. Dibs on it. No, no, no. I don't. don't. You can't go dibs on it. Dibs. Run. <laughs> we Cross never agreed to dibs. <laughs> dibs on the ballista. Got it. Fine. Get wrecked. <laughs> I believe you should have a roll off for this. So whichever yes, one, <laughs> whichever one I was voicing, climbs up the ladder and joins Luton and Kal-El up on the on the top, and he says, "Oi, fancy little lady, can you help me with this thing? It takes two to operate." Yes. Great. But don't don't miss like it did last hey. time. <laughs> Shut up! Yes, belly or food? You're ridiculous. <laughs> no. I'm trying to concentrate. Try it. Count all starts great. growling. Oi, is that going to be a rubble? It will be. <laughs> For who? For you. For Gavin? You're Gavin? No. This time you're Gavin. If we could find out what those are, please, or shoot them, or... Well, why don't you roll an animal lore check? Ooh, animal Ooh. lore. Animal lore. Uh, and while this is happening, I run down and find Kairos, because he's not with us. Oh, wait, Bark's not with us either. Um, they were both in the dining car together. Yep. So you go with the three, the two of them. Yeah, and I go tell him, like, hey, it's, it seems like something's going down up up top. We might need to get ready. And uh, who are we talking to? Usuvu. Keep your head down. Uh, you hear shortly afterwards a, a voice comes over the loudspeaker. It's Fira Winslow, and she says, All passengers to your quarters, please. All passengers to All your passengers quarters, to your quarters. Shum follow fight to the Sky Lounge. Shum follow fight to the Sky Lounge. And roll yeah. that animal. 21 total for 21 animal total. Uh, lore. A periton is an amalgam of horror. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Merging the features of a stag, a wolf, and a hawk. 
Ooh. They love using the shadows to stalk their victims before ripping out their still-beating hearts uh. and relishing the dying pulse as they swallow them whole. Oh. So the doomed victim spends their last moments watching as their flesh is consumed. I'm be honest, mm. it's kind of Are awesome. they resistance to f- <laughs> fire? <laughs> yeah. A, a periton is a beast and has no resistances or immunities. Okay. Does have some special abilities. And you get the feeling that it has several different types of attacks. Hmm. The body of a deer, the head of a wolf, the wings, and the back legs of a hawk. Interesting. Do you have a picture? Eyesight of a hawk also? Probably. Ooh. Can we find out if they're hostile towards Well, what you just told us, they're going to rip the still beating heart since, out of our chest. Since you didn't get any since you didn't get any information about resistances or, or strengths or anything like that, you know that they are chaotic evil. Oh awesome. God. Okay, great. So. I cast no kidding. <laughs> Fireball. Five hundred feet. Ha huzzah. Uh, whatever it is that you want to do. You're gonna have to do it next. Oh, week. Man. Oh man! That went by in like five minutes. I don't like. I don't mean to laugh, but but I love but to laugh do. at you. Like you love just, that. Yeah. You live for that. You like we, it. You guys are having so much fun. It so is. Much. We are. Next time. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.